Coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we begin by discussing Colby's new Echo and the fun things you can do with it, plus Nissan's noise-canceling noodle fork. Is it practical? Then we dig into the news, including Snapchat's warehouses full of spectacles and the flip phone for the 21st century. Stick around, it's all coming up on a new Don't Panic right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 180, recorded October 23rd, 2017. The Revenge of the Flip Phone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets there and you. I'm Sean Jennings, and I'm joined by two guys, Dan Miller and Colby Rabideau. Uh, and we are here to talk tech this week. Uh, if you'd like to vote for Dan, text Dan to 42424. If you'd like to vote for Colby, text Colby to 42424. Standard messaging rates may apply. I'm going to do it. But you'll have to tune into the results show on Wednesday to find out who is your soul. Don't panic. 42424? 42424. Text Dan. Code word Dan. We're going to make so no, much sure. money on this. Sean, how how much does that that short number cost? Is this the sort of thing where you send a text of that and like five dollars gets taken out of your cell phone bill yeah. and put in the don't panic, so like straight to the don't panic coffers? Yeah, that, thank you, Dan. Yeah, you, Dan, you just donated ten dollars to the buy Sean some dinner fund. But it says I don't understand. Yes, exactly. Don't understand how much money I sent to your billing account. <laughs> <laughs> good job i'm sorry i can't even comprehend how much money i just got out of your uh cell phone plan how's it going everyone it's going good i am i am gonna look up how much one of those Wait, uh five digit numbers cost i'm gonna guess a lot of money you know how much a snapchat filter costs no how much does it cost a lot people get these uh you know geofenced uh snapchat filters for their wedding mm-hmm. and that they're very specific like it's only supposed to work at the ballroom that your wedding is being held at or whatever thousands and thousands of dollars wow and just just for one day that's for the snapchat filter yeah i assumed it was like a 100 bucks or something oh. thousands of dollars i haven't looked into this myself but that's what i was told that's like super dumb doesn't seem wise no not at all not at all. But anyhow, have you have you ever been to a wedding with a Snapchat filter? No, but I've I've seen weddings with Snapchat filters on Snapchat. I'm pretty sure one of my friends had a Snapchat filter at their wedding. And I can't imagine maybe it wasn't a filter. Maybe it was like one of is the filters are the things. Now, I'm not as now, I'm not a youth anymore, so I don't was, really this understand. This was custom Snapchat. graphics. This was custom graphics. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that matters. Maybe, maybe. I feel like they had one though, and I can't imagine they spent thousands of dollars on it. This is maybe they did. But. We got to start our own consultancy here. We'll create your own. You, you, you got an event, you got a wedding, an anniversary, a funeral, whatever. We'll create your own Snapchat filter. No problem. There's money to be made. Mm. This is a solid. We could one. be like the 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 gold top tier Snapchat filters. Oh yeah, no, we're not doing that cheap shit. Your budget shit. Snapchat filters, no, like get, get out the, of town. On, only the lux, the lux kind. That's right, our sparkle. Exactly. Exactly. Very fancy. Um, now, Colby, is is it true? Word on the street is that you now have a talking tube lady in your own home. Is that oh, true? Yeah. Alexa. Turn off all the lights. Okay. Wow. For those <laughs> listening on audio, it definitely works. There, there, there's there's a hardwired light that is not. <laughs> yeah. I I, I um. Uh, so they did they, they they're, they're doing the Sonos thing now, and I got a I got an email from Sonos like, hey, you can have twenty five dollars off an Echo Dot, which is half the price. Nice. So I got an Echo Dot for twenty five dollars. Mostly, it's terrible. Oh. It does not work well. Oh, I mean, it doesn't what do anything. Like, it turns off the lights okay. I do like, so the thing I do like, I use it for timers for cooking. Um, and you can set more than one timers, which you can't do with Siri, uh, which I dislike about Siri. However, uh, I ask it to, like, play music, and it almost 50% of the time plays the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. But where's it pulling from? I don't know. It's just playing Amazon music, I guess, because I find Amazon music is terrible about music match. They 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 never get it right. 
Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And I was curious if Spotify is any better. Oh, that's right. They don't have Spotify. No, they do. Right, so Spotify works. You can Spotify from the Echo, but uh, you can't spot. You can't play Spotify on Sonos things from the Echo. You can play Spotify on Sonos things, just not via the Echo. So it's sort of useless for me, actually. Um, but I don't know. It's been interesting so far. Uh, I do like it for the lights. That was the, the thing I sort of wanted it for. Because um, I don't have to do... Uh, don't have to turn turn off the lights with my phone. Yeah, it's much, much faster, more convenient, I find, to just do it... To just mm. do it by voice. Do, do you have anything else that you use it for? Yeah, um, I, mostly music. The timers are awesome. Although, I am so annoyed because I have... I actually have two. I have the, the Echo Tube, and then I have one of the little dots. Um, and if you do a timer on one, it does not sync the timer to the other, which is bizarre to me mm. that they could not make that work. That is so... Mm. It, they'll sync music. They'll play multi-room music, but they will not sync timers. So stupid. But, um, but no, really, the only other thing is that I have my... Uh, harmony smart remote for my television setup uh, and that's pretty cool because i can be like oh you know turn on netflix and then it'll turn on and go into my roku and launch the netflix app which is it's more of a novelty right. it's not like the most yeah, practical yeah. thing but i do use it occasionally right now uh yeah it's interesting really it. so far i'm interested to see i think if they get the spotify stuff working and it works well i would consider getting like maybe the the little sonos that has it built in and putting it in the bathroom yeah so the can, full lady in the tube yeah yeah full lady in the tube um do you I, see i can't i'm like i don't know what to do because i can't pod i can't i can't consume podcasts from it without giving up overcast and yeah. that that seems like a, a thing i don't want to do yeah i wish there right? was some way they could open that up and let let them build more robust apps Right. Wow. I thought uh, that Alexa had a app store sort of. Well, it's skills, thing. but as far as I understand it, and I'm not an API expert, but I, I just don't think it well, has. You're talking to two people who are. Well, good. Then you guys can solve the problem. As far as I under, I've never seen an Alexa skill that has the amount of control that Overcast would require. Mm. Um, uh huh. Now, what if you had a overcast playlist that, or playlist? What are those things called? A uh, queue? Yeah, yeah, playlist queue. Play, playlist, yeah. What if you had one of those that was specifically for your... Uh, what you want to have playing on, on Alexa? And you could could you just say play overcast and, and you would have some code that would go out to some overcast API that presumably exists somewhere and starts playing, you know, streaming audio from the MP3 files listed. Well, TuneIn Radio has an integration. You can do that now, actually. Uh, I think Don't Panic is on TuneIn Radio. I think I submitted it. So I never got it working, but hypothetically, you should be able to say play Don't Panic and it'll pull it off of TuneIn Radio. Um, Interesting. And it just pulls an episode. I think the issue comes in with like how, how uh, Overcast does like the syncing of your of where you left off, and and that mm -hmm. I don't know if it can do all that. I'm sure they could just play a playlist from somewhere. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But I also don't know what I'm talking about. I would love it. That would be yeah. like a a go to feature, though. I find. See, you're smarter, Colby, because you got the Sonos. The audio quality that comes out of the tube is not good enough for spoken word. I'd much rather just but wear my AirPods. The dot audio quality is, I mean, obviously yeah. not good. Not super good. I thought the dot uh, was designed to be hooked up to a speaker. That, <laughs> it is, yeah. That's why it's not very good. Like, right. So it's nice with the Sonos. It doesn't have to be next to the Sonos because uh, it does it over the Wi-Fi or, or whatever via some whatever black magic like Sonos has to like let you do stuff with it. Um. It does seem to work pretty well. It's it's interesting. You say like play, play some music in the in whatever your Sonos name, or or whatever your room name is in Sonos is. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Uh, now, did you guys see the uh, the Cortana tube? 
No. No, no they got the, the Harman Kardon, you know, the fancy speaker people. They got the Invoke, which is, uh, it's got the Microsoft Cortana smart lady in the tube. And it's a different tube. But it does the smart stuff. It's a little tube, though? It is tube-shaped. It's a, it's a little, it's got a little sexier curve to it. Um, oh, yeah? But it's got all kinds of speakers and woofers and stuff in there and then it uh you know does the music but it's got all office integration too so you can be like oh you know create i don't know if you can actually do this create a new row in my spreadsheet and i don't think (laughs) i don't think you can do that but it's got skype built in so that's pretty neat if you're a big skyper so we could we could do the show from from the tube you could that in theory um (laughs) recommended probably not (laughs) <laughs> but um but apparently it's it was reviewed it was reviewed well so it's just expensive it's 200 bucks but pricey anyhow pricey mm, that's where they get you yeah so so i think my my biggest gripe with the 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 dot is i don't think this is specific to the dot but the ios app is so bad Ooh, oh it's like garbage it's like the first generation like hybrid web app native app bad yep uh it's like they haven't changed it since then it's really unfortunate and it's got the like weird like like whatever weird click situation where where like you're trying to scroll but you accidentally click into the thing and then you have to go back and then it puts you back at the top of the the list instead of where you left off each time you change a page I think so. Yeah, it's 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 not good. It's not good. Uh, luckily, I didn't have to use it for very long because I only had to set up like the two integration things I wanted. But what two integrations do you have? Your bulbs. I got the bulbs, and uh, the bulbs in the Sonos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you? And go ahead. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, have, no, have, you, have you gone into your history and, and looked at all the things Alexa didn't understand you saying and all the recordings no. of you talking? Oh, you go right in the Ooh, Alexa. Oh, yes. I was going to play some of mine because I, I don't know if you... I got to turn up the volume. Play here. some of them? Yeah, so this is... Li- literally, you can... So I asked this the other day. Let's see if I can get this to... Oh, I want it play. Oh, there it is. Was doing it, son of a. I can't. I don't know if you could hear that. This app is terrible, <laughs> but it does. It has it has has the recordings of every time you've asked it to, to do something. I don't know if you can hear that. Anyhow, uh, you can go in and then even the ones it doesn't understand or sometimes it'll accidentally, you know, when it accidentally picks you up, it records that too. Mm. So you can have some fun going through your app history. Yeah. You can also delete them all if you'd like. So it's not all that bad. But anyhow, uh, well, that's cool. Well, you'll have to keep us in the loop as you find new fun things. Oh, my God, Colby. No joke. No joke. We have to do an Alexa call. The messages thing. Yes. Uh, yes. I explicit. I went into settings and like, like, or no, I signed into the app and it tried to get me to set that up. And I was like, mm, nope. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, we're so I'm so calling you like all the time. Wait, so we're not we're not getting a messages call between Colby and Sean. Oh, right now. No, right no, no, now. not right now. It's not even set up. Challenge next week. Uh, Colby and Sean have a messages call. All right. Oh, we, sure. I want to hear the knock on air. We'll do it. We'll definitely do it. Okay. If Colby will be my Alexa friend. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll do it. If I have somebody to talk to, maybe. Yeah. Dude, do, can we do the thing where we, the drop in thing where we just that's like pop into yeah, each yeah, other's yeah, apartments unannounced? I think that's just on the video, though. I don't know. I don't oh, think no. it's on. I think you have to actually oh. ring them. Um, <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? Like so you're walking around minding your own business, and you're like, you're like, hey, Sean, over Sean, here, over guess here. What? Guess what? Guess what? I'm eating a uh, sandwich. It's delicious. Can't have any. It's my just, sandwich. Just thought you should know. Stop trying to take my sandwich. I'm gonna tell you about it too. You also can't see it. <laughs> oh my god, that's so. I'm just always listening. The sandwich. 
It's yeah. me, Alexa. I'm listening to everything you're saying. <laughs> Would you like to buy some paper towels? <laughs> um, this is why I'm not the voice of any smart assistants. Because uh. yeah, that's terrifying. They should. They imagine if they made Alexa spooky for Halloween season. Oh, that would be cool with like with like the 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 the, the rattling chains and the. Ooh. <laughs> yep, I would like that. That would be sweet. I think they honestly, I think they should sell celebrity voices like they do. If you ever use Waze, sometimes oh. they have the celebrity voices. That mm. would be pretty cool. That would be amazing. I would like. Who would oh, be? I would get. I would get an Alexa Jess for that. Who would, would be would, your go-to? Who would be your celebrity like you'd love to have? I mean, obviously Morgan Freeman. Well, that, that's what I was gonna say. That's a good. Uh, one. I'm thinking any S- British actor. Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, the guy who plays Bond right now. Oh, uh, uh, Daniel Craig. Yeah. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Uh, Judy Dench. Speaking of. Oh, yeah. What about, uh, gosh, there are a lot of good options. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of good options. Betty White. Betty, oh, that <laughs> would be great. Yes. That would be fun. I would, I would enjoy an edgier Alexa mm. that, like, you know, when I said bad things to her, she, Vigo she Mortensen dish it out. just growls at you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Like a, like Bane. a Bane, Bane, <laughs> just completely incomprehensible. <laughs> uh, it's going to be bright and sunny today, Colby. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful day. I can't do a Bane impression. That was terrible. After talk like this, Sean. Colby, your first appointment is at ten a.m. That's pretty good. I do. You're kind of selling me. Oh man. Uh, Oh, is calling. (laughs) Hang on. Oh, the possibilities are endless. Um. Well, good. Well, we'll keep working on that. But uh, but I think it's it's time to move on from banter to the news while we do that you guys can look we got a lot of stories here in the rundown a lot of good ones but uh thanks to the people watching us live on facebook right now facebook.com slash don't panic show monday nights about quarter after 10 p.m uh in the east coast we are live there you can join us comment we're watching the comments you can also call in at 508-644-TECH that's 508-644-8324 and join us live on the show uh guys uh what's our first story Mm. Can we talk about the ramen fork? We can we talk? You You gotta start there. You bet we can. And by the way, have you guys read Eater before? What is that? Eater. It's a it's a blog. I think I've heard of this. Yeah, it's 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 on the World Wide Web. AOL keyword Eater. Mm -hmm. Um, Information Superhighway. Yeah, totally. Uh, And it's a box (laughs) site. It's it's in their staple of sites, but it's their kind of food blog. Very good. The writing's yeah, I excellent. Have, I have read it, yeah. Yeah, so that's like a mini pick right there, eater.com. But this story comes from Eater. Uh, are you guys familiar with the the fine folks at the Nissan Corporation? Uh, no. No, not, but, not the car what people. I know them from? Not the car people. No, no, that's Nissan. No, Nissan. They, uh, they make those little uh, uh, instant uh, cup of noodles. Oh. Cup noodle, as they're known. The ramen, the ramen people. Apparently, I did I not see. know this. There is a national crisis going on of people slurping their noodles. Now, Nissan would have you believe that slurping the noodles actually increases the flavor and the you enjoyment know, of I've the noodles. I've heard this about many things. Mm. Slurping this is it makes it true taste about better. coffee. Uh huh. Gazpacho. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh. So Jello? I don't know. Maybe maybe I've been eating my ramen wrong the whole time. It's certainly more Could fun. Be. Yeah, and it's certainly not uncommon, even in the United States, to get a, a good slurper, you know, near your table. Totally, but it's distracting. Nissan has a solution for your problem. They are releasing a limited edition smart fork that that detects the sounds of noodles slurping and triggers a nearby smartphone to play a recording t- 
to mask the food noises. I'll put up here on the screen for the folks watching the video version, um, their little demo video. Um, and it really shows, the re it's, a, it's apparently a real problem. Uh, and so the way it works is this, it's got a super directional microphone that points itself at the noodles you're eating. And if it hears slurping, it triggers your smartphone to play a reactive noise that kind of still sounds like slurping, but like a more fun musical slurping. That I guess like, is like, an, like an explosion or a whoosh, like a like a yeah, like a, a spell is being cast. It's 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 got a funky sound to it, but I guess it's less distracting than slurping. Now Nissan's only making five thousand of them, but so you got to get your order in now uh, for the low low price of one hundred and thirty dollars. You know, honestly, that's less money than I was expecting. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know it's a you you can get an, you can get an Echo right you can get a smart tube or you can get a smart yeah. fork. So I I think it it cannot be understated to the listeners how not much better this sound is compared to regular slurping. Like it is very disruptive and loud. Mm. And it, okay, here is here, I have a question before I come to my solution. Okay, my question: Where is it emitting the sound from? Just your phone? So you have, to have your so. phone out on the table. Yes. So sound turned up. Muffled in your pocket. Sound all the way up, blasted. I imagine. And what is everyone going to have their phones out? And it's just a, a chorus of these whooshing sounds. No, 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 no. Here's a solution. Yeah. And you know, you, if you're going to a fancy ramen place, this isn't going to work. But guess what? If you're going to a fancy ramen place, you're not going to be able to bring your fucking smart fork in there either. Now, Dan, Headphones. before you give your solution, headphones. Too late. Too late. Headphones. You can be listening to this podcast and eating ramen right now, oblivious to the fact that's that your neighbor is slurping. What, oh, but what if you need to talk to the people, though? Yeah, that's a little rude. You, you need, like, headphones that, like, are, are it's, like, augmented earality, right? Like, you, you're listening <laughs> oh, through. Oh, like, noise-canceling. Like, augmented exactly. orality. Orality. That's, that's We've good. We've coined the new term. Yeah. That's good. Wow. Noise-canceling, but only for slurping. Right, right. It can't. Yes. It cancels specific noise. Actually, yes, you're right. That that would also be a better solution. Way more expensive than what I'm proposing, but still a better solution. And probably I would guess less expensive. The yeah. Here's what you do: invert the model, take the microphone, put it next to the bowl, stick the thing in your ears, and then when the microphone here is slurping, it disguises the sound. That's a good idea. Mm. Figure out how far away it is. It could, it could be fancy and cool and do all the smart stuff, and it would be so much better. What if, now, this is crazy. What if the fork didn't need to connect to your phone, and instead it just played a sound out of the fork? Constantly? No, no, like, <laughs> like when, when, when you were slurping, the fork just played a sound. Like, why doesn't the fork, it's huge. I'm sorry. Did you see how big it is? All I can imagine. Yeah, you gotta put a Wi-Fi chip in there and all this shit, man. Yeah, so take the Wi-Fi chip out and put in a fucking speaker. No, Colby, you give me a good idea, though, because every time you go to slurp your, your, your ramen noodles, a, a very bright red light starts flashing and an alarm sound goes off, letting everyone know you're slurping, right? So you go to slurp, and woo, 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 woo. <laughs> no one will Prepare notice you're slurping, slurping anymore. There you go at at Bane's Ramen Shop. All right, you can get the voices. You get you get the celebrity voices. Oh, it sounds like <laughs> you're slurping. Oh, uh, pardon me, everyone. My user is about to start slurping. Is is that your Dame Judy Denton present? <laughs> no, I I specifically did not leave that one. I left that one ambiguous. <laughs> It's just generic British person uh, to be named kind later. Kind of British person. Mm -hmm. I see. That was definitely nice. not Bench. Uh, I this is this is the one of the wackiest things I, I've ever seen. If you have it, like everyone should go watch the video. It's it's pretty. That would be a really amazing. good uh, Don't Panic compilation episode because I know you love those so much, Sean. Mm. Our wackiest stories. <laughs> I still think the wackiest... We don't do many wacky stories. That's the thing. Yeah. By far, the wackiest and best we ever did, and I stand by this, is the Japanese Smart Toilet Consortium, where they standardized the icons, and we just went on like a 20-minute riff on uh, on Smart Toilets. <laughs> yep, I that maintain. Was awesome. Pretty stupid. Yeah, this is a close second, though. 
Um, I don't know. Honestly, I think if you're really looking for a low-budget, easy solution to slurping, uh, just suck it up and be chill. Like, I don't, I don't know what the, is it really, is it really that, is it really that bad? Seriously? No, I don't think so. And I, I think that, no. Yeah. I also, if everyone's but, doing it, it's totally fine. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing. I, I find ramen slurping totally acceptable because in some ways it's the easiest way to, to eat it. Like, it's kind of tough to have a bowl of ramen and not slurp. Especially if you're using chopsticks. Yes. Right. What are you supposed to do? Just, like, chop it off with your teeth and get one little section at a time? No. The coffee slurpers, those people piss me off because it feels so pretentious. I think, you know, like the people who waft the wines in the glass. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's noisy. And, you know, a coffee shop is in some ways a place for relaxation or at least, like, contemplation. Uh, So... I'm fine. I'm fine with ramen slurpers. All this story has really done is made me want because I don't really slurp. Mm-hmm. And At this all? story really makes me want to do it because I'm like, maybe I'm missing Ooh. out. Maybe I'm not Son, enjoying have you had it. fancy ramen before. I've never had fancy ramen, Dan. All right. And if we get fancy ramen, I promise I will slurp. Oh, my God. When are you coming to New York? Let's have a fancy ramen. Don't panic outing challenge. Slurpathon. Have fancy ramen. 2017. Be there. I'm sold. I'll do it. You could live stream it. Absolutely. We'll do our, our first Don't Panic episode where none of us are sitting in a chair. We all just have our phones. Yes. And we put it down, and instead of it disguising the noise, we're just broadcasting it to the world. And we'll, get, we'll get like a decibel meter and see how loud we can get the slurp. Yes. Oh, my slurp God. Challenge. If you bought me a decibel meter, I would totally do that. <laughs> I'll what else do it? What do you call a decibel meter? Does that oh, have you know, a name? I can a decibel how loud des- the train des- the, 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 uh, the, uh the highway is in my apartment. Uh, <laughs> we could do so much. I could measure how loud I was being when my when my downstairs neighbor yells at me for being too loud. Uh, mm. That's interesting. The quantitative life. I could be like, no. Measure it all. See here. See this graph? I was no I more loud than I usually am. I would imagine Dan just going up to his coworkers. See? See, you're being allowed. <laughs> Keep it down. We're working. That's a good idea. Yes. Be that yeah, guy. Colby knows. Plot the noise over the week in the office. You can eat, mm-hmm. Colby could even leave it there, you know, when you're not there to collect data. You know, maybe security, you know, uh, yells at you, gets you arrested. But I think that's 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 a, a chance worth taking. People leave yeah. you know, untethered raspberry pies lying around office spaces all the time. Totally normal. Uh, I feel like then I could quantitatively prove that I have one of the worst desks in the HubSpot office right now. See, Uh, we have some good challenges here. Well, here you go, Dan. Buy something in your life. I'll hook you up. Here we go. It is the the noise monitor, the Duo Smart noise monitor. Uh, And it's it's smart, and it connects. It's got 3G in it, so you can put it anywhere and leave it there. Oh, And it'll automatically sync... Um, Is that $5 a month too, like the Apple Watch? (laughs) Frankly, I'm kind of terrified to Google how much it costs. It's one of those things where they don't say on their website how much it costs. You have to, like, call somebody to find out. I would just get, like, the raw sensor and build it into the Raspberry Pi myself. That seems a lot more reasonable um, than whatever nonsense this is going to cost. Anyhow, uh, we are off topic. But there you go. Smart Fork. Check it out at a ramen shop near you. Okay, um, what else do we have in the rundown? That's hmm. a very good question. Good stuff. That was a hell of a story. I want to try something. We've never done this before. You guys want to try something? Yeah. We got, we got four viewers on Facebook right now, and that number's fluctuated. Okay. It's four at this moment. I'm going to put the rundown up on screen. If there's a story in the rundown our live viewers want us to talk oh about, God. comment on Facebook, and we might right. talk about your story. We've got um, Twitter's fixes for abuse. We've got um, warehouses full of Snapchat spectacles. We've got a new flip Sean, phone, Sean, Xbox you just, games. You just, you just spoiled our picks. <laughs> That's okay. That's, what? you know... <laughs> 
that's because I know people really they die for the pay now that they know the picks are going to tune out. I know that's very right. Uh, this is why Dan uh, was smart. I, he didn't put one in. He was thinking. Yeah, I he was knew I was going to do it. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Um, while we're waiting for our fans to decide, what do you guys think? Uh, well, there's a story that doesn't have an article. So yeah, I don't know what happened. I, that's I, I'm pretty intrigued because I couldn't read about it. Um, well, now I have to go find it. I don't. Someone probably me accidentally that, deleted it. So this this story was about Google and Microsoft filling time, filling time, uh, and the issue they're having in how they discover. <laughs> Uh, and share bugs between each other, which I was like, oh, uh, yeah, you guys know stuff about that because um, yeah. you're in technology and whatnot. And so, God, I really can. Oh, here it is. Uh, Google. Uh, no, that's not it. Damn it. I swear to God, I'm going to find this. I'm not giving that's up. That's all right. I'm not quitting. Okay, you're not giving up. Do you, need, do you need me to stall? All right, I'm giving up. What else do you want to talk about? All right. Uh, so speaking of picks, now that we spoiled our picks for the episode except mine, uh, I have some pick follow-up. Uh, we play a D&D podcast. Uh, Adventure time? Wait, no, wait, no. Game nights. Game nights? Game nights, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Are you cheating on us with another Adventure D&D podcast? Like, I knew it had like a time a time frame. I was like, Adventure time? No, it's a TV show. Anyways, I picked this on the show a long time ago. Go on YouTube. Google Acquisitions Incorporated. Uh, Patrick Rothfuss. And the the PvP, uh, not PvE, PvP comic people, I don't know, do this this absolutely hilarious, extremely high production value. They have sets. They have, like, whole dioramas of where their pieces are. They have things that fly around. They have, like, animated backdrops, incredible costumes, and it's, it is so funny. Uh, I realized over the weekend that I have missed almost five hours of content from them. Uh, so I, I've been catching up. It's it's so funny. And it's giving me lots of ideas for, for our D&D podcast. So many awesome. ideas. Uh, if, if it involves building dioramas, I'm like super in. Yeah, so quick anecdote. They, they brought on a new person. They have like guest stars. And one of the guest stars was like, a, a warlock and he they are trying to figure something out and he goes well i can i can i can cast this spell if i roll a 15 or higher i can ask a god five questions if i roll uh, lower than 15 i go insane mm-hmm. he rolled a one. Oh, <laughs> critically insane <laughs> and that was that was his first role on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> critically insane Damn. Critically insane. That would be a good name for a D&D podcast. Come to think of it. Speaking can, of critically insane. Yeah, we, we actually. We, oh, we, about this. Uh, well, we have a Facebook stuff. comment. Oh, a Facebook comment. Yes. By by don't panic super fan and recent tote bag owner, Zachary Friss, who says uh, he needs a new flip phone because his uh, Google Pixel 2 XL has screen burning issues. Well, we might. Uh, oh, we no. might did, did you hear about that? The Google Pixel there? No, I didn't. No, the Google Pixel, they're having uh, display oh, issues. Apparently, displays are terrible in those. Great phone, terrible displays. Um, no. They're having issues. Well, how, uh, do you, how do you have a cell phone that has display burn-in? Isn't the phone off most of the time, and when it's on, it's like things are happening, or do I not understand how burn-in well, works? What I, I, it's not even that. It's I don't understand. it. They didn't, as far as I know, it's not like new screen technology it's the same screens they put in all the phones like it's not like they did something crazy where oh they've never done it before like what could have happened to cause this that's new or unusual hmm. i don't know um it, it was just like a bad bad batch of possibly i mean i i remember um i had a an iphone i forgot which one i had an iphone that had a similar um it had a bleed issue where light was bleeding through and it was screwing with the display and they replaced it so it happens with any new device. I don't think that's unusual. But what is unusual is this new phone from ZTE. We don't talk about the much on the show uh, Chinese manufacturer, but they unleashed this new phone, the Axon unleashed M. It? Oh, they unleashed it! Oh um, my god! I don't know that I've ever heard of anyone unleashing a phone. Is this like dropping a, an album? It, oh yeah, no <laughs> they they dropped the mic okay. on this one, uh, and it is a dual screen phone. Uh, and it's kind of like a flip phone. So imagine it, it reminds me like if you guys, of course, have seen like a, a Nintendo DS sort of. 
except imagine your phone has a screen on one side and then a screen on the other and then it folds open so those two screens can be used at the same time. Wait, wait, the screen is on the outside of the phone when it's closed? I guess that makes sense. Yes, and then they kind of fold in. The the new iPhones have glass backs. Why not have a screen on both sides? It's a no-brainer. No, this thing is bananas, uh, and I kind of love it. So some quick stats. Uh, It's an Android phone. Uh, The front screen is 5.2-inch 1080p panel. Um, and the rear is a f- identical 5.2-inch display um, with a hinge between them. It's running Snapdragon 821, 4 gigabytes of RAM, and a 20-megapixel camera. Um, it's got a bunch of fancy special software stuff that allow it to either mirror displays on both or to do things that share both displays. Of course, just use one at a time, depending on your purpose. Um, that is kind of cool, actually. I like. I think this is like super neat. Like, the yeah, only thing I, is, it's a little thick. It's a little chunky. It's a bit of a chunky phone because it's got two displays. If they could make this as wide as my iPhone, like, in thickness, mm, oh, man, right. I would be all over this. Whoa. What what kind of things could you do with it? You could play, like, two-sided games. You could play, like, Battleship on your on, on a phone with, with another person. But even, like... I guess the problem is how thick the bezel is between the two displays. It seems relatively thin, but like even web browsing or watching a video, like sometimes if you're like quickly on the go, you don't need both. But I just think, or even like sometimes if like fantasy football, Twitter on one screen, my fantasy app on the other, like you could really get some cool multitasking stuff going. um, Mm. That's kind of difficult to do on a single display. like, Like fantasy, fantasy football. Yes, exactly. On a fantasy phone that I fantasy own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so oh, it's I think it's kind of neat so how do we acquire one of these um, mm. hypothetically you should the be able to buy them challenge. the dual screen challenge hey I just got a new phone I'm more out screens, of this one more fun. Um, it will initially be selling it with AT&T in the US and Docomo in Japan and expected to be available before the end of the year um, no price given as to uh, as to what it'll cost you, so likely not cheap. Well, so cool. That was neat. So Zach, there you go. Uh, he commented, "It's the buttons on the bottom that are potentially burning in. Uh, it's all LG's fault." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The on-screen, uh, right? Oh, because they're like soft, soft, they're soft, soft, soft buttons. buttons? Hmm. Sure. Weird. That's a shame. That is. That's a bummer. That is. Never fun when it happens on your new phone. All right. What else do we have here, gentlemen? We got time for more news. News more you can news. use. We're, we're like uh, one of those. Uh, yes? Is this the Snap Spectacles? This is the Snap Spectacles. Oh, you know I want to talk about that. You know I want to talk about that. Well, Dan, I know you've been really wanting a pair. The good news is they're super available. Uh, because apparently now, uh, available is different than cheap how much are we talking they discount this stuff yet not yet but mm-hmm. it wouldn't be surprising the information is reporting that uh the company known as snap uh expected demand for spectacles to continue after the holidays where they actually sold a decent amount uh they claim over 150,000 units which isn't nothing you know that's a pretty decent number um, but after it opened sales to a wider audience, that didn't happen, and those units are reported to be sitting around in a warehouse unsold. Um, apparently, hundreds of thousands of units are sitting waiting to be sold, although that figure could include unassembled units with parts that could potentially be used in other products. Uh, Snapchat now has a 150-person hardware team um, reportedly working on everything from a drone to augmented reality glasses to the, did you guys see the Snapchat hot dog Halloween costume they're selling? No. Yeah, Snap. Oh, yes, Snap I did. Is, it's an $80 Snapchat dancing hot dog costume that you can own. Snapchat hot dog cost. Yeah. There are a lot cost. of not. Make sure you get make sure you get the real deal. None of those knockoffs straight from the source. Uh, yeah, right. so hundreds of thousands of unsold units of spectacles sitting in warehouses. Let me check. I believe it's available for sale on Amazon right now. Um, really? Amazon? Snap Spectacles. Boom. 
sunglasses for Snapchat, $129. Uh, and they yeah. will, you can get it in two days. Actually, probably right now if you've got Prime now. Now, Dan, mm-hmm. uh, my breaking point for an Echo Dot was a 50% off coupon in my email. What's your... Like, what's your snap spectacles like? You know, Colby, because you're willing to take that one for the team, I would I would do the snap spectacles for 50% off just for science. Just for science. Fair enough. Because I don't I have been getting back in back into I have been getting into Snapchat only took me like four years. Uh, So I don't know, maybe maybe they could be cool if you're going to like you know, Miami, someplace where you're going to be seeing things that are cool, but not someplace where you're going to break your sunglasses super easily. Because uh, I can't imagine those are incredibly durable. You wouldn't want to go whitewater rafting with those sunglasses. <laughs> they're not waterproof? I don't know. I, I doubt they're waterproof, too. Yeah, she's a really good question. I'm going to look. Um, I, These would have to be like 40 bucks for me to buy them. But then I totally mm-hmm. would. Then I'd be all over it. Um, but, yeah, not doing oh. well for them. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't say I'm, like, super-duper surprised. That Remember they had the, uh, the pop-up store right next to the Apple store in New York? Do you remember yep. that? We cover that story. Yeah, well, I never did end up going. That would have been a cool thing to see in retrospect. It, it's an artificial demand thing, you know. Once you, once you make it, so you can just go out and buy them anywhere. There's no sort of fun left in it. There, there's no there's no buzz. I forgot they even existed. Frankly, yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen one. Me either. Meanwhile, I'm fascinated to try it. I can't see myself actually. Buying yeah, it. I would. Sure, I would try it. Meanwhile, I have seen, I think we've, we've caught on the show before how the uh, the Apple Watch has really taken off, at least in New York. Like, I see multiple Apple Watches in every subway car I'm in. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, it's unusual if there are none. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same is now true of AirPods. AirPods are, are just as, are even more or just as popular as the Apple Watch at this point. Crazy. Absolutely. You know what I think would be? Here we go. Another free business idea. Someone should go to like Disneyland or like amusement parks or zoos or places where people go to spend memorable days and rent out spectacles. Like, I don't know how easy they are to set up initially and figure out how to use, but like, that's totally something like, oh, for a day, you can capture all this dope content with your sunglasses Mm -hmm. for like 20 bucks. Like, I would do that. That could be cool. Um, but dope I don't. Content. I don't know who needs to own them. Dope content. Dope. That's that needs to be our tagline. Don't panic. Dope content. Coffee and beer network. Here's place for dope content. Dope. The dopest content on the internet. It is content. Okay, um, let's see how we're doing on time. Let's check the clock. All right, we got time for one more story, guys. No, we're not getting off that easy. One more. One more. One well, more. Are we going to talk about Microsoft and Google's bug beef? I still have not managed to track okay, down that never article. Mind. I didn't say that. Edit that out. Edit that out. No. Dan, I literally, again, this is episode 180. I don't think I've ever edited anything out of any <laughs> of these episodes. Oh, no. So it, what happens, ha- it, we're direct to tape. Here we go. I found the Correct. story. Do you want to talk about the bug beef? Yeah. Okay. We've been talking about it so much already. We, we've, we're committed. It's the long con, uh, and we're ready to pull the trigger. So uh, Microsoft and Google have been going at it for quite a while over how they handle bugs. Um, a while back, Google disclosed a major Windows bug before Microsoft was ready to patch it last year. And that really irritated uh, Microsoft so much that Windows chief Terry Meyerson authored a blog post at the time criticizing Google for not disclosing the vulnerabilities responsibly, a.k.a. to Microsoft so they could fix it before publishing it. However, recently, Microsoft discovered a remote Chrome vulnerability last month and is demonstrating what they feel is responsible disclosure in a blog post from Microsoft 
Uh, their security team outlined the remote code execution issue in Chrome and criticized Google approach to patching it because what happened was Microsoft warned Google and said, hey, there's this vulnerability in Chrome. You need to fix it. Um, Google pushed a fix within a week to its beta versions of Chrome, but the stable and public channels remained vulnerable for nearly a month. Uh, and Microsoft took the time to criticize Google for doing this, especially because Google makes their source code available online on GitHub ahead of the stable channel, which meant attackers had a month to discover the flaw in the publicly available code. Mm. That's that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much there is to say. I've I've been involved in things like this, but not not to the, like I've only been involved with private companies' code bases where, as long as we as long as someone tells us that there's a problem, like they don't really know when we fixed it, and certainly no one knows when we fix it that isn't the person who already knows what it is. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't have much insight. I think that's it's. It seems like a mistake that Google would, uh, you know, put that in the beta channel because other things like we talked about crack last week, uh, you know, those things were fixed right away. And with like major fanfare, like, hey, we just released this fix everywhere, you know, better go patch your stuff. Uh, But I'd be curious, do you know how severe this issue was? Uh, The article didn't really say and I'm not technical enough to really... Okay. Put the pieces together. I, it obviously wasn't like crack level mm. dangerous. Um, That's right. Few things are. Yeah. So you know, not great, but um, but yeah. Hmm. Hashtag bug beef. Hashtag bug beef. Yeah, they uh, they they're not happy about what's going on there. Mm. For sure. Okay. Did you ever watch Snowpiercer? No. I uh, yes. I don't know. I said bug beef, and I was thinking about like other things bug beef can mean. <laughs> Just made me think of that. No reason. No no particular reason. If you haven't seen it. Okay. Did you like it, Colby? I thought it was weird. I was glad I watched it. Yeah. Uh. It was wacky. I. Now I've also watched Human Centipede. No, similarly, like, I'm no, glad, no, no, I'm no, no, no. Those are not in any way similar. No, they're not. They could be weird. Well, no, not really. They're both things. Back. They're both like like films that people say mm, people talk about. They're both films that people talk about. <laughs> He's yeah, not wrong. Are... <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it right now. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I'm just yeah. saying, Snowpiercer is a much easier movie to watch, from what I understand. Yeah, than sorry, that, that, that was no, that that I was not. To... I I didn't mean to like equivocate the two. What does equivocate mean? Does that mean what, what I just said? You're like you're like hemming and hawing, right? Was I hemming and hawing? No, no, I, think I don't you're, think that's you're what you're I mean. equating them. Yes, equating. That's what I meant. Thank you. I knew there was a word. And that was vocabulary lessons with don't. <laughs> That's right. Don't say we didn't teach you anything. Because we did. Uh, all right. Well, I think uh, I think we're we're out of time for news, if you can believe it. Yeah. Because well, um, we're going to move on to picks, spoiled and non-spoiled alike. And I, we've got some good stuff for you folks to watch. I'm going to jump in and go first. I don't always go first. You know, but why don't you go ahead and do that? I'm, I'm, I'm first on the list. So, you know. I have decided. So uh, I got something fun. I don't. Have you guys seen Monster Factory before, or is this? Am I introducing this new to you? I don't know yeah, that. I've seen like a bit. Yeah. Yeah, Dan. Dan knows it. So uh, it's a YouTube series by. Uh, we're pretty big fans of the the McElroy brothers. We we listen to many of their shows, um, and this is actually from them. This is uh, Justin and Griffin, and essentially the it's a youtube series uh by polygon and essentially the theory of it is two parts one you know when you play a video game and i know we we did this in college and they have the character creator part of the game where you where you can morph the bodies and shape them first of all they screw with that pretty great and then in many of the episodes they then actually hack into the game and screw with the game code and just break (laughs) games in ways that are fascinating and insane and I swear to God, I don't think I've ever laughed harder than I have at some of these 
where <laughs> they just go balls crazy. And you know, they're very funny guys, you know, just in general. But as they're doing this, I highly recommend you just look up Monster Factory on YouTube. If you're looking for a good place to start, because there are like 50 of them, watch the Fallout 4 three-part series where they literally go into the code and they break it so amazingly. I won't spoil it, but an absolute must-watch. Um and and, uh, and and it's a it's an enjoyable program so check it out monster factory on uh, on youtube good times for all um colby you've got something else funny for us to watch what you got here indeed i've been in a, in a tv phase lately uh my pick is that show big mouth on netflix it's a netflix original it's like it's an animated series it is certainly for adults um but it's about like uh, preteens going through puberty, but it's ridiculous. Um, and there are lots of funny people in it. It's like Nick, Nick, Nick Kroll and like John Mulaney and Jenny Slate and Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph and other funny people who you've heard of. Um, it's quite silly. So if you're in the mood for some like raunchy animated, uh, Animated laughing. Check it out. Animated laughing. Yeah. Animation laugh. induced laughing. Hmm. I see. It's it's not just people laughing. Yeah. That's my pick. Funny drawings. Check them out now on Netflix. Big mouth. Very good. Uh Dan, uh, you've got oh man, you're just you're just <laughs> you just got a Ken Burns fix that you just cannot I do. It's a problem. I do. Listen, last the last time I picked thing I picked was flushed. I could pick actually, you know what? Yeah. No, I pick am... the Roosevelt's. The Roosevelt's is great. Don't let me judge you. No, 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 but I'm changing it to a different Ken Burns documentary. Okay. Because I'm still in the middle of this one. Uh <laughs> I a- after I watched uh Prohibition, that was sort of my intro Ken Burns documentary. I then went I went a little bit deeper and I watched the war and I think I mentioned this on like a show or two ago. Uh, and that one's like, I don't know, 14 hours long. Uh, but it is really good and it takes like a different, uh, tact than like most World War II documentaries. Like, oh, well, first thing was that, uh, you know, maybe they go a little bit of the preamble. Here's what happened in Germany. Here's what happened in Italy. Here's like the, the bombing of Britain. Uh, and then, uh, Pearl Harbor happened. But this one takes a much different approach where it's like, Let's take six towns in America and show the war from their perspective. Pictures from those towns, uh, people interviewing people from those towns who were in the war or who weren't and just like saw it happen. Uh, so it, it, it's a much more uh, interesting and diverse take than a lot of the higher level traditional World War II documentaries go. So you end up learning more about some of the weirder things like they don't really talk about the battle of midway they don't really talk about pearl harbor but you'll learn about these specific battles that these people were a part of and they're no less horrifying than those other ones so uh, it was really good i'm now 100 percent convert uh and i'm starting the roosevelt's next so i will report back yeah that's a good one i yeah Man, Teddy Roosevelt, whew, what a fascinating person, but not what I thought I knew about Teddy Roosevelt. I knew him as like the firebrand, but he's he's much more interesting than just that. Well, it's great. It does such a good job of transitioning from Teddy into Theodore. Yeah. Or, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> Teddy into Franklin Delano um, and the whole family interchange between them and, 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 and uh, Franklin growing up well, in the shadow right of Teddy. The beginning, so it's actually two people at the same time. It's great. It's really well done. Um, yeah, man, Ken Burns, dude, dude's got it going on. Yep. Super cool. Well, we'll have the links to those uh, and all our picks as always on our website at don'tpanic.io. Uh, guys, we have a couple extra minutes. We ended a little bit early, so I want to ask you. This is a good opportunity to plug slash get your opinion because this week on an all new episode of Up for Debate, we are taping on Wednesday. We are doing oh, yeah? in honor of Halloween a sweet sixteen bracket. Of the best fears, and we're gonna put them <laughs> head Sean, to head and determine the best. Can you give me some best. sample fears? 
Sure. Uh, I don't. We don't have a final list yet, but it could be. May include uh, things like fear of flying, fear of snakes, fear of falling, agoraphobia, fear of being outside. Um, there's a whole long list. So I was going to ask you guys. What are some good fears that we could include? You don't have to pick the best one, but we got to come up with 16 to fill out the bracket. What are, what are some here's, go-to fears? Here's this, Sean. How about instead of 16, we talk about the number 13, specifically Triskaidekaphobia, the fear of the number 13. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's I, I'll, I'll I had not heard that. For you. It's my favorite fear. That's really good. Just delightful. I like that. All right. Duly noted. It is also a reason for the fear of Friday the 13th, which has its own name. Uh, Frigga Triska Decaphobia after Frigg, the Norse goddess after whom Friday is named in English. Wow. So that, Someone, yeah. Really put a lot of thought into that one. Yeah, it turns out Latin, you can you can string a lot of things together. and. Uh, mm. Very cool. Uh, let's see. Any any others? Uh, any others in your mind? I I feel like I'm just thinking of the the normal ones. Well, that's fine. Normal ones are yeah, good what, too. Yeah. What are some normal fears you got? Yeah. Like, tell us your fears, spiders, Colby. Heights. Heights. It's uh, a good one. Is there like what else is scary? I know they're not scary. Is there like a fear of children or something? Oh, that's good. Fear of clowns is a classic. Right. I know that there's one where you're afraid of light. Ooh. Um, Which Uh, is odd. That's like what vampires have? I don't know if it's... it's, I mean, I guess they also have the fear. I feel it's a little more physiological than that. But Mm. I would assume the fear goes with it. Their fear (laughs) is grounded in... uh, Reality. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have any other ideas. Well, these are good. You, you've really got me thinking. Uh, I, I've, I've looked up, a, Googled a few here. There, you, there's a fear of holes. Ooh, what is that called? Uh, see, now I have to pronounce these Latin-sounding words on the fly. Um, trifophobia. Huh. Oh, my God, what there's a fear of, of chins. Ooh. Which is uh, geniophobia. This is fun. It's not a fear of Ginny Weasley from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, one and the same, really. She did have a chin. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's Can't a f- be trusted. Oh, the famous fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth, which is uh, ar- arachabutrophobia. <laughs> there's a fear of hair. Um, ch- chatophobia. So these, these, and many more wow. will be on this week's episode of Don't Panic. I hear I've got I've got a, a fear of the number thirteen anecdote for you. Recent one: vehicle registrations, plate, vehicle registration plates in the Republic of Ireland are such that the first two digits represent the year of the registration of the vehicle. Eleven mm-hmm. is a twenty eleven car, twelve twenty twelve, and so on. In twenty twelve, there were concerns among members of the Society of Irish Motor Industries that the prospect of having 13 registered vehicles might discourage motorists from buying new cars because of superstition surrounding the number 13, and that car sales and the motor industry, which was already ailing, would suffer as a result. The government, in consultation with the SIMI, introduced a system whereby 2013 registered vehicles would have their registration plates age identifier string modified to read 131 for vehicles registered in the six months first six months of 2013 and 132 for those registered in the latter six months of the year Hmm. the system continued after with 2014 being labeled 141 and so on wow that they overthought that a little bit i think (laughs) a little bit solving a problem that wasn't there but still neat yeah interesting so i I look forward to uh up for debate this this year this, this week. week. Well, you both, oh, really. We have lots of many, yeah, lots of great I, episodes. The season has been particularly good. And I'll even tease after that episode, so not this week, but next week, we'll be publishing our 2017 winter movie draft, uh, which was oh, a yes. ton of fun. 
Uh, we yes. had the the introduction of the Draftotron 9000, which Dan so kindly got up and running, uh, which made it a lot. We had teams for the first time, five teams of two, uh, and it was a, it was an exciting evening. We had a ton of fun. So that's that's a must listen and watch episode coming up so you can get that all up for debate.tv but of course this show don't panic.io uh, i won't give you all the links you know where to find us overcast youtube the whole nine yards uh at don't panic show on twitter but of course don't panic.io is your central site we're gonna wrap it up here but we're gonna be back next week with more tech news and interesting stories about irish super superstitions right here on don't panic on behalf of dan and colby this is sean thank you for joining us we'll see you next time for more don't panic <laughs>